Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Oh, yeah. Oh, and happy birthday. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond Our Service. Uh, this is Steve-O. I'm here with Schick, and we are here to talk about nothing and let you listen to it and for do like it 30 damn to, well. 30 to 45 minutes and um, just blow your socks off with entertainment. Um, Schicky-poo, how are you? Good. Just been chilling. Busy season yeah, of words. Kiddos keep moving on and cheerleading, which is fun for one day and miserable for the 18 other days that they go to practice. So wait, so they're still in, they've like, I thought they, <clears> they won, won their, the little, they won their little region and now they have to do competition next Sunday in Anaheim. And then depending on how that goes, it goes to like Vegas or. And this is cheerleading or the, the actual football team? No cheerleading. Football team's oh, okay. over. They they lost. Gotcha. Um, That's what I thought. I thought you said they lost. Okay. <clears throat> but, but this is the actual like cheer competition. Yeah, which is cool for the girls because I don't like I don't care about going to the games. Like sure. th- they don't care about going to the games either. So this is like actually them doing what it is they're supposed to do, which is cool. But God, the yeah, practices cool. practices just always are like the worst time. They always throw like these last second spontaneous meetings on the weekends, like four hour practices on the weekends. You're just like, can it like, I don't even know how these parents put up with this. They practice four, four to five days during the week. And then now football games are finally over. They normally were having a football game Saturday practice Sunday. And now it's like, Hey, you just have competition stuff. And instead of, I don't know, enjoying a weekend, they still just like, you're going to have this weekend off and they throw like a four hour practice last second on a Sunday. It's like, I don't care if you hate your personal life. Like stop taking it out on me and my kids. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't get it either, man. I feel like this sports, this kid sports thing is just getting out of hand everywhere. I feel like, I mean, bro, we had practice every day, baseball. Yeah. We had practice every day in high school for a sport and it was like one hour long. Now, granted. Yeah. All I did was like, run <laughs> so yeah totally still, different I mean, but still it's like kids were not lingering around for four hours three hours a day every single day plus weekends like that just didn't happen but other than that it's good man i'm sitting here and it's like been pitch black for two hours now it's depressing nice. dude it's depressing yeah because you guys because of daylight savings time huh we had that this this was the that was this weekend yeah Sunday. So is it actual? What's the daylight? Is it daylight savings time when it goes backwards or forwards? Well, it's the same, right? There's you just spring forward and you fall back, but it's right. both fall under daylight savings. It's just the which daylight one savings you're doing. time thing. Yeah. So, which one do you like better? Well, obviously. Well, first of all, 
I always have hated this since I was a kid that you always fall back on a Sunday. It's like, why not give me an extra hour on a Monday? I remember in high yeah. school, like thinking that, like, why is we always doing this on a Sunday? First of all, we're making this up as we go. It makes like no sense <laughs> yeah. anyways. People would be like, well, what time are you supposed to change it back? It's like, who cares? Whenever you freaking wake up, they're like, oh, you got to change your clocks back. at like 2.35 a.m. It's like, or, yeah, right when, or when I two. wake up, I can just change it back an hour and it's exactly the same time. Like, I don't even know why well, they post like now, what's What's kind of nice is that your phone does it automatically. Oh, yeah. Like, so now, like when we were kids, that wasn't a thing. You obviously had to wake up and like change all your clocks or do it the night before you went to bed. Um, my car you still does do your it. microwave and your so when oven, I, which is when I plug my phone into my car, it syncs that way too. So I don't even have to change my car. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, the Jeep does not, doesn't have that technology. Um, yeah, I've had this conversation like 14 times this last like four or five days. And everybody's got their own opinion. I really like the, although I keep yawning, it's not making it any better. I really like the fall back, getting the extra hour of sleep. Like, I feel like I adjusted this one immediately, and it just, it seems right to me, like, normal. No. I mean, I like I wake extra, up in the morning. I like the extra hour, but, like, that's it. Then you're just in, like, depressing time where it's, like, 3.30 and it's getting dark. So, all right. So, if it was three thirty, that would have been four thirty that it would start to get dark instead, right? Because we fell back an hour. Yeah. Right. So then it would have been if like if we didn't do the fallback thing, then everything would be four like it'd be five o'clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would start getting dark at four thirty instead of three thirty, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't the point to well, isn't this all based on like farmers? Why we even started doing this? Because no. to give them more more sunlight during the winter. Because obviously we're further away from the sun, so our days are getting shorter. All right. So I looked into. I did look into this, um, and it was because this came up, and I'm like, man, I don't remember. And everybody had a different like origin story. So essentially, uh, one Benjamin Franklin said something about it. But he did it as a joke in a journal to save uh, the Journal of Paris. Jokingly recommended people get out of bed earlier in the morning and minimize the, to minimize the use of candles and lamp oil. In 1895, George Hudson, so this is the closest to what you're saying, an entomologist from New Zealand came up with the modern concept of daylight savings time. He proposed two-hour time shift so he'd have more t- time, more after-work hours of sunshine to go bug hunting in the summer. Bro, that has nothing so to do that's, with farming. That's not close no, to what it doesn't. I, said. I mean, he's <laughs> outdoors doing something. That's the closest it gets to farming. And then you've got, they did it in Germany. Like the German Empire set their clocks ahead one hour in an effort to use less power of lighting to save fuel for the war effort. And then in 1918, the United States um, introduced a bill for the same thing, basically, idea of seasonal time shift that would last seven months before the bill was repealed um, or that part of it lasted for seven months. Then during world war two, Franklin Roosevelt brought it back and he called it wartime. The wartime began in February, 1942 and lasted until the end of September of 1945. And then we didn't have it until 1966. So he was another 20 years. The uniform time act was passed in 1966 
And that's where it began the last Sunday in April and it ended the last Sunday in October. And then it's like, it's like some random for what reason though? Oil what, embargo. what were their arguments for like reenacting that in the sixties? So in this, it doesn't say it just said that they kind of brought it back. And then during 1973 in oil embargo, the United States Congress ordered a year round period of daylight savings time to save energy. The period would run from January 1974 to April 75. The plan did little to save energy. And in October of 74, the U.S. switched back to standard time. And then from 87 to 2006, we've had pretty much what we've had now. So they're trying to legitimately shorten people's days to shorten their energy use? To ch- I guess so, yeah. The thing, only thing that I thought it was or made sense was like, oh, no, that wouldn't make sense. That's a different thing. Yeah, I don't know. I literally have no idea. Like, I always thought it was farming or some kind of, like, legitimate thing. I don't think it's, it's done. Not. I don't think everyone does this around the world. No, it definitely doesn't. So we were in St. Vincent. When we went there, they don't do daylight savings time. Yeah, you and just, like, so deal, just with, East you just deal with the changes of the seasons. Yeah. You deal with the length of the days as it goes. Dude, it would be wild. I'm sure I've talked about watching Life Below Zero. Have you ever watched oh, that show? Uh, no. It's just people that live in like the tundra above the Arctic Circle in, in Alaska yeah, yeah. and just kind of live like the sustenance lifestyle. But some of those, like when they go through the winters, when they get like one hour of daylight, like that would be an absolute trip to have one hour of daylight legitimately. Like not yeah, bad weather. Have you seen like, like the... That, that's it. Like that, like... <laughs> have you seen like some of the daylight? So even sometimes they're, they're nighttime when it's... Uh, the daylight for 24 hours or whatever their daylight um, it gets like it's like the sun gets a little lower so it gets a little darker so it's like dusk and then it just gets bright again like that would drive me insane yeah like, i feel like that gets so i don't know how people weird. do it it's crazy too because they'll talk about it they'll be like once you have like the hours and hours and hours of sun it just doesn't go away they're like you just lose track of time like it, your days don't matter you just get up, you do work that has to be done. When you're tired, you sleep a little bit, then you get up and just start doing some more work. Like there is no so flow to like a day at all. <laughs> you just get up and do what you need to do and then sleep when you want to. But like there'd be something so unfulfilling about sleeping when the sun's up. Like it's it's hard enough for me to take like an afternoon nap. It's just hard when the sun is up. Unless I'm just like dead tired. I just can't imagine doing that for like weeks on end. No. No, thank you. It would be very, very weird. Um, Did you watch the Monday Night of, Football night? Uh, the Monday Night Football game? Did you have something else on this before I uh, just move on? I just saw this one little thing that is news to me, but uh, not only do not all countries, not all states inside the United States. Who doesn't? Do daylight savings time. Arizona. Does Indiana? It says most of Arizona. (laughs) I don't know how. Isn't there portions? Most of your state. Well, there's some states that I think have. I think Indiana might be half East Coast time, half Central time. I could be totally wrong. That's crazy. If it is, if that's real, that's insane. The rest of them are like islands, like Puerto Rico, Virgin Islands, uh, and Hawaii. Hawaii does not have it either. Did you watch the Monday Night Football game? I did not. No, I went to bed at like eight forty-five, nine o'clock. Somehow, just tired. 
already. So, Nebraska, check it out. Nebraska, Kansas, Texas, North, and South Dakota are divided between Central and Mountain Time. Florida, Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, and Tennessee are split between Eastern and Central Time Zone. I guess I didn't know that about Texas because El Paso is Mountain Time, but it's it's also like ten hours from where I live, so eh, might as well be another state. Yeah, that's might as well be its own country. Dude, only our government would mandate changing the time. Yeah, what douchebags. Like, that's that's nonsense. Who cares? All right, anyways, so my Bears got robbed on Monday night. Yeah, so I didn't see it, but I saw the I saw the score. What, the score was like, what, 27 to 29 or something? 28 to 29? Yeah, 29, 27, I think. So it was a good game. Okay. It was a good game. I'm not a big fan of, like, the refs, like, cost you a game. Like yeah, more times yeah, than not, suck. like everybody has boneheaded calls and then they have the opportunity to overcome them. You either overcome them or you don't, <clears throat> but I don't know how much NFL you've been watching this year, but dude, they have like made an emphasis on this taunting rule. That is the most ridiculous nonsense I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Keep going. I think I've heard, I've, so I've heard something about this and then something about yeah, so, CD lamb on and the Cowboys has been find a crazy oh, sure. amount for like some of the littlest things. Yeah, it's crazy. So they, they made an emphasis on it, on taunting, right? So first of mm-hmm. all, they didn't come out with any language saying what, what taunting is, like what taunting looks like. These are the acts that we will perceive as taunting. So that wow. was, so mistake number one by the NFL, you just threw in a rule that's going to be completely subjective to yeah. a human, <laughs> a human referee Guaranteed to make mistakes. Like uh, the NFL used to go away. They tried to push away all the ambiguity and subjectivity out of their calls. Like you remember when you would have the force out rule? Mm-hmm. The receiver would go up, he'd get pushed out of bounds, yeah. and the ref was like, no, he would have had he not been pushed out. Dude, that's such, yeah, yeah. That's such a ridiculous thing in retrospect to be able to call. Like I can <laughs> understand and appreciate why they took that out. They're just like, no, it's just black or white. You got two feet in or you don't. Yeah, yeah. They have this taunting call where it's like, dude, you have no idea what you're going to do to make the refs call this. Like the Bears guy, he gets a sack on third and 15, and the Bears are going to get the ball back. There's like three minutes left in the game. He gets a sack. He was on the Steelers early in the year. He got cut off their practice squad. He's excited, whatever. He does some like samurai spinning kick, which was, you know, stupid, but I guess he's been doing it his whole career. And then he just kind of like looked over to the Steelers sidelines and took like two steps, didn't say a word, and then ran back to the sideline and got called for taunting. Automatic first down, Steelers get a field goal out of it, and then the Bears lose by and the Bears lose by two points. Again, I don't think that's why they lost the game. But dude, this is the dumbest thing ever. So earlier in the game, the Steelers intercept a pass and run it back for a touchdown. The entire team runs down to the end zone. And just makes this massive, massive display like of, of just sure. celebrating the end Yeah, zone. like a team celebration thing. Yeah, TJ Watt gets a sack, looks at the Bears' sideline, and blows him kisses. But this dude... That's not content? But this dude... But this is what I'm saying. There's no consistency because all they wrote is that you can't taunt. That's a, fit, that's a penalty. But you haven't said... If you would put in the rules, hey, if you make a play and you look and gesture at all towards the opposing sideline, that can be taunting. Or whatever. Okay, cool. Sure. Now I know. Now you can be like, hey, buddy, it doesn't matter that you know you flexed while looking at their sideline. That's a penalty. 
Instead, yeah. you've got a ref who's just like, well, his back is to me, but he's probably talking shit, so I'm going to throw a flag because it's probably taunting. It's like, that is dude. insane. The, and the arrogance of the <laughs> NFL to just make these horrible rule changes. And then through all the – I mean, this has been like talked about in the national media how bad these taunting rules are. And the NFL just comes out and says, like, we don't care. We're not, we're not changing it. Because what I don't understand is, well, one, they don't ever change it like during the season, do they? Why would you not? I mean, they should, but I don't think they've ever changed anything during the season. Don't they just wait until the next season? Well, they don't change like, well, anything for the betterment the of thing. the game or the fan experience because they're a bunch of blood-sucking billionaire douchebags. And Money I'm dumb whores. enough never to boycott it, <clears> so <throat> I can just complain on a podcast <laughs> no one listens to. But the only way it hurts is Indeed. if you stop spending money on the NFL, and that's not going to happen. So, and I don't really remember. I don't, I've never been like a huge NFL guy watching a ton of NFL. I've probably watched more the last couple of years than I have before. But like, I don't remember there being like a taunting epidemic. Like, oh, there's none. It's, it's, it's being a really big problem. They're like, just I don't making. Feel like, even if I feel like that's kind of badass when you. It's understandable when you're you make a sack or you interception or whatever and you're just jacked up, especially like you make an interception as a corner and you're right next to the entire t- opposing team. Like you're not going to look at them once and just be like, yeah, no. you know, like ha ha. It's stupid, dude. Like, that's come on. It's so like, crazy. You're taking the emotion and competitiveness out of the game. And it just makes no sense. They did this a couple years ago when they did a crackdown on celebrations. You remember when oh, you like could that. not yeah. celebrate, and then they were like, "All right, now no, you can." Whatsoever. So now the teams, like the last couple of years, have these like funny choreographed like dances and stuff, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah, but, but so but the NFL can't just make a common sense decision and let it be. They said, "Okay, we'll give you end zone celebrations, but we're going to take everything in between there and call it taunting." And you're just like, "Oh, okay, cool," because <laughs> that makes sense. And like Mike Tomlin, so yeah, Pittsburgh's coach, Mike Tomlin was like, well, you know, we think it's, it's better for the game. We know there's a lot of young kids that look up to us and, and try to recreate what we do on the field at lower levels. It's like, are, what, what are you parenting these fucking kids now? Like, give me a break. You're telling me right now that, that coaches and parents at, at peewee football can't tell their kids how not to like act like a chump and taunt other kids? Like, no, they can and grown adults getting paid millions should be able to taunt all day at other grown adults getting paid millions. Who cares? Man, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a line. There could be a line somewhere. But looking at the – that's definitely not crossing the line. I don't care. Like, I can't really think of an example of, like, something that you taunt where I'm like, oh, yeah, man, that's just that's just bad form. You can but, like, taunt I an definitely injury. Know it wouldn't be, that would be bad form. There you go. That's a bad one. And that's about the only time. Break the dude's leg and you're like hobbling on one leg because you snapped his leg in half. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Or you take your helmet off and you just laugh at a guy who's like writhing in pain on the ground. Like, all right, you can (laughs) throw it. You you can give him 15 yards for that. (laughs) Sure. I feel like that's definitely crossing the line. Like, all right, that's a a penalty. What an asshole. All right, dude. But, dude, I don't give a shit who you are. Taking two steps and looking at the other team because you just sacked them and you used to be on that team. It's just like baseball, man. You weren't good enough. Like all these dinosaurs in baseball crying about dudes flipping a bat after they just destroyed a home run. It's like, bro, go away. First of all, baseball's Uh, dying. Yeah, baseball. Baseball's dying. Old people because you dinosaurs keep holding on to the unwritten rules. You want to know why they're unwritten? Because they don't exist. Stupid. If they did, they'd be written down. (laughs) 
So shut up. Oh, there's so much that baseball could do. Minor things that wouldn't change the game at all and would make it better. Yeah, they can get rid of so the Houston tiny, Astros as an entire things. organization, and then they can get it a would new, make it better. They can get a new uh, commissioner. I feel like that's every bit. sport, though. Every sport hates the commissioner. Yeah, though, isn't that your job, though, as a commissioner, is to be hated? I mean, if I was like, who likes their commissioner, basketball wasn't he pretty pretty well liked for a while? I mean, yeah, but he's super woke, and NBA ratings have plummeted because. He's in. He, well, he's yeah. just in bed with China. You can't do or say anything about another country that oppresses <laughs> and murders it's people because they ten times worse because they're like this, we've the biggest been. market for the NBA. So I don't know. There's been some crazy, crazy things, dude. I was looking at like rule changes that. Uh, actually, I don't care about that. Did you hear about the? Did you read about this Aaron Rodgers stuff? how he got COVID and apparently like misled people in uh, the preseason. They asked if he was immunized and he said, yes, I, oh, he said, yeah. yes, I am immunized. But apparently he had got like a team of doctors and decided to do other methods of preventative medicine against COVID. And so, yeah, do people lost their mind over this? <laughs> So I've seen some of this for sure. I think he's just um, trolling them, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so I, I didn't know that he had said he was immunized, but I did see that where he basically recently had said that like he underwent um, experimental treatment um, for COVID or whatever. And so I didn't know that he said that he was immunized. And then yeah, but, immu- but I, he's, I, that's I not like a everything lie, he has said since then. I mean, I haven't seen all of the stuff he has said. But I feel like most of the things he's saying is I don't really have a problem with. You don't have to. I, have, mean, I know I'm. I mean, it's word. It's wordsmithing, right? He's like, I'm immunized. That wasn't a lie. Sure, he is immunized, not against COVID. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So obviously, gr- given the line of questioning, yeah, he 100 percent misled them purposely. But also, he didn't lie is, outright. Like, I don't even understand. What is it anybody's business if he did get the vaccine? Well, that's the that's the thing, right? Because why yeah. why does the media feel that they can ask that question and should like you have to answer that a hundred percent truthful in the in the no. manner in which you want? It's like he could have just been like, I'm not answering your stupid question. You could I would have just Right. What is that? Send that out of your business. I don't know how sports do you, a, do you have a football question? I don't know how sports people do it, dude. Like if I I think about it all the time, I was like, man, if I was ever a pro athlete, I might, I would have a hard time just not Marshawn lynching every press conference. I'm just here so I don't get fined. They'll be like, oh, Adam, what'd you think of the game? I'd be like, oh, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Next question. Like, I don't know how these people put up with the media because they're insufferable. I don't get it either. I think that the, I think the media can be good. They can they can help the team or whatever. I mean, I know that I started watching and following hockey. Because it was on, and they were talking. They would talk about it all the time on the sports radio station I listened to in the morning, and then I would. And they always aired the games, but other than, but they're not there all the time asking them questions either. Yeah, so sports. Like, sports media doesn't have to exist, or, or or doesn't doesn't exist only because of interviews. Yes, you could never do an interview right. of, of an athlete, other than like you know maybe the halftime one or like before, or right after the game on the field. If those are all you mm-hmm. had. 
that wouldn't stop sports media from being what it is. But these people no. are like, well, this is our jobs. You have to respect that. It's like, you chose your job, bro. I'm sure there's millions of jobs that you don't respect. Why does anyone have to respect the stupidness that you guys do? Like, and I, I'm shocked that athletes, clearly it's within like the CBA and within the league rules that basically oh, makes absolutely. it impossible for them not to comply. But dude, I don't know. I, I'm impressed at how. No, they have to play the game for sure. Yeah, dude. I don't get it. I, I but I do like. Um, I'll say State Farm came out. I was very surprised. Um, that was a big was on the Daily Wire. They uh, shared basically that State Farm. So, of course, because uh, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what all he said. Everything I saw that he said wasn't even that big a deal. It was more just like I believe that everybody should have control over their own body. But. Uh, Apparently State Farm, obviously he's a big sponsor for them or they're a sponsor of him or he's a spokesperson, whatever. And he'd already been canceled by a few people, by a few companies. And State Farm said, uh, said no, we're, we're going to stand by him. Like we don't agree with everything that he said, but we feel that everybody has a, has a choice or should have a choice on their own health. And so we don't find anything wrong with that. And I, uh, not gonna lie, I'm pretty surprised. Yeah, it's good though. That's how it should be. I mean, at the at the end of the day, like, you're not hiring him because you agree with every one of his opinions. You you know you hire no, somebody I, I because he's one a, of them. And then, like, if if people just had like enough guts in standing by that fact, because nobody like why why does it even make sense for companies half the time to cancel people? over something like that when you're just like why did you hire oh, yeah. this person uh because he's great exposure people love him he's like one of the best athletes in the world and one of the biggest sports in the world it's like okay well what if what if before you hired him like you would realize that he was an anti-vaxxer again did you hire him to promote vaccinations or did you hire him just to sell insurance because he's a familiar face so it's like why does I don't understand why that ever even comes into question? Personal decisions yeah. that are made after the fact when it has nothing to do with why you paid them or or you know had them be your spokesperson in the first place. Well, I did see that one of the companies that canceled him was a health insurance. Yeah, it was a, a medical health company, yeah. like a local one. Yeah. So eh, okay, if if they're that probably made sense for them, but. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't. I mean, for State Farm or some of these other companies that some of them did cancel, did did have nothing to like. It has there is no correlation. Okay, the health one probably that makes sense, but yeah, I don't get it, man. I don't just. I'm just. I'm kind of getting a little excited though to see some of these bigger companies that are basically just starting to stand up and and kind of push back a little. Even like the Southwest thing, like just just any kind of pushback against the mandates and stuff. It's just. I'm sorry. Like I'm not completely against the vaccine. Uh, and I'm not going to go on a big tangent here, but it's just I don't see where the gov the, the federal government has the the right to tell people what to do. This makes no sense. Yeah, I think the one or the other part that was really stupid to me is that he goes on the Pat McAfee show. Do you ever listen to Pat McAfee? Mm -mm. Dude, he's super funny. He was a punter for the Colts in like the Peyton Manning heydays. I've seen it. I've seen dude, it. he's hysterical. I know of the show. Yeah, he's hysterical. But he has Rogers on every Tuesday. And you're like, well, that, that's, I mean, that's great exposure for him. So he had him on special yeah. on a Friday after this happened and just, and you know, 
asked him questions, but pretty much just gave him a forum to kind of clear the air because it was right in the thick of like people calling for him to be like banned from the NFL because you know, <laughs> about rational thought leaders all over, Very all rational. over the Twitter verse. But he basically explained himself. And then Pat McAfee was getting roasted by all these people because they're like, he didn't ask a single tough question. He didn't demand accountability. He didn't blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, this is his show. He literally bullshits about sports and nothing all day. He's got a dude, Aaron Rodgers, who talks to like nobody outside of like yeah. his mandatory press conferences on a weekly show. And you had him on a special just to like to tell his side, like on your own platform, this isn't Barbara Walters on 60 minutes. Like, what are you guys talking about right now? And they're ripping Pat McAfee apart. And Pat's like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like, like I don't care in the slightest. Like I, what does it matter? Is my show? I ask what I want. I don't ask what I want. I wasn't there promoting what came out of his mouth. I just gave him a, a platform and like, dude, I'm telling you, man, all these people, they all just, it's need, unbelievable. We just need a, we need a pandemic that targets stupid. All right. So, um, I don't really have a good transition from that. Uh, I hope that Aaron Rodgers' mental health is doing well after all of this pressure and stress. I wish I hated him, and I should, but I just don't at all. I, I don't hate I him like at all. I like him yeah. so much, and I shouldn't. <laughs> no, you definitely shouldn't. You're, as, a, as a Chicago's fan, you should definitely not like him. Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot. I mean, I've heard he's kind of a douche, but – Oh, super douche. Oh. What does that even mean? Like, I mean, just the fact that he just hates like attention and he hates, but he's it's really all stories. Football. I, so, see, like, I don't know how like subs, like substantial or substantiated the rumors are, but there's been a lot out there that like he, based off a past relationship, cut his whole family off. Like, there was multiple stories that he would send his wrapped Christmas presents that his mom would send him that he would just mail them immediately back, like wrapped and all. Like, Jeez. Yeah, his brother, his little brother was on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I think he may have been one of the contestants on The Bachelorette and kind of talked about how like, well, I have an older brother, but he's not in our lives at all. Like we just don't see eye to eye on things. Jeez. So, I that mean, sucks. but again, like who knows what happened, right? That's completely personal right. and completely specific to him. But- Usually when there's that much smoke, like there's probably, there's probably at least a candle burning. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, well, speaking of mental health, since we brought that up, um, I wanted to talk a minute and get some, let's get real serious um, and talk about my mental illness, which is ADHD. Uh, this actually came up from... It was a little bit ago. Somebody ch shared something on Facebook. It was just like an illustration from uh, an organization, some nonprofit or something, just kind of explaining some of the things that like what it's like for ADHD people and different things. So I thought it was kind of cool. Um, and so I started looking a little bit more into it. And some of the things that it talked about was, yeah, okay, we have like someone who is ADHD that's diagnosed, which is about 6% of the adult population in the United States that, you know, everybody kind of understands like some of the ADD, ADHD, whatever that there's, there's some limitations, right? So there's some like 
you get distracted easily. Uh, you start stuff and it's hard to like finish them because you just kind of like move on really quickly because something else shiny gets your attention and you just wholly forget about that. Uh, so some of it was some of the strengths too. But first, so I just wanted to like clarify. So ADHD, what it is, <clears throat> it's not something that just, it's not just children that are like super hyper. Um, it's a basically a persistent or ongoing pattern of inattention and or hyperactivity impulsivity that gets in the way of daily life for typical development. Individual individuals with ADHD may also have difficulties with maintaining attention, execute fun, ex, uh, executive, good God, or they can't read apparently yeah. executive function <laughs> or the brain's ability to begin an activity, organize itself and manage tasks and then working memory. So biggest ones are big, inattentive, hyperactive, impulsive, combined inattentive and hyperactive impulsive. So that's really um, kind of what it is. And man, when I first, so I've kind of, I guess I've always had it, but I don't really, I think there's different levels of people that have it like really bad. And then some people that have it are different severity levels. Um, and you remember, I think one of the ones that was probably one of the worst I've ever been around. Do you remember Adam? That was mine and Casey's roommate my senior year. Yeah. That dude was crazy ADHD or ADD. And he, and he really struggled with it. Uh, and it really affected his grades. If he wasn't on medication, he, there's no way he would have been able to accomplish almost anything in a day. And that was nuts. And so that's what I always thought it was. And then it turns out like it was right before I became, I opened up my business. I started looking more into it and there's all these statistics that basically people with ADD or ADHD have a really high failure rate at starting businesses. Cause you just can't keep all the balls in the air. You're not good at like, you're good at starting things. Then you're not good at like sticking with them uh, because you just kind of forget. It's not like you can't do it. You just put it down and then you go somewhere else and start something else. And then once you do that, like my whole life, the easiest way I can say it is it's it's very much out of sight, out of mind. Like if I don't see it again, it's gone forever until I see it again. So, man, I started doing this a little bit more research and it's like, man, I'm, maybe it's always kind of been a running joke, but maybe I do have this. Let me see. And I started reading stories and different things. And so one of them that was very common that us people, my people do, um, I'm going to start a movement, a woke movement or this too, I think. It'd be a good idea. Um, so one of the things that my people do is like stack. So you stack things so you can remember them in the morning. So I would always, and there was like story after story after story of people actually doing this. And I did it all the time. And so if, especially when you're not medicated, you kind of have to start learn. You start learning like tricks for your own brain to like remember stuff that's important. So my keys I would have my car keys and then I would put like my wallet on top of my car keys and then I would put my phone or whatever on top of that. And then like, let's say I had homework or something to do or a paper, like some kind of documents or something that I need to take to work. I would put those on top of all of that so that I would have to like physically see and touch all of it to get to my keys. And then seeing all of it, I'd be like, Oh crap, I gotta, Oh yeah, I've totally, I forgot about that. I need to make sure I like turn that in and, Oh, I can't forget that homework. Oh, and here's my wallet. Oh, crap. Yeah, I was looking for that last night. So there was just all these stories about it. So I started looking more into it, and it turns out that, yes, indeed, I am pretty ADHD. Now, I don't know that I have it that bad because I've always you you know, made pretty decent. 
No, I took the tests. Uh, there's all these like psychological tests you can take. A lot of questionnaires, a lot of almost like personality tests. So you just you just answer all these questions on how often certain things happen. And then I went to a doctor. I went to my my doctor, general practitioner, and just kind of talked to her about it. So she basically gave me a similar test questions, asking me different things. And she's like, "Yeah, you you definitely have ADD or ADHD." So, so they give you pills. Yeah, so I take Adderall. Um, what does that do for you? Nothing. It it slows my brain down. Oh my it gosh, not that is that is non functional at that point. How much slower yeah. can it go? <laughs> <laughs> so, in our in like my brain, like I've I've told people this before. So like if I'm if I'm like think about like swinging a golf club, right? Like if I'm bringing my golf club back. And the time that it takes me to swing my golf club back and go forward, like I'm trying to concentrate on just like, all right, hit the ball. And like, maybe your swing thought, right? Like you're just trying to think of like one or two things. I cannot <laughs> think of one or two things. I will my think about swing the grass is one thing. Don't look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't, I'm like, Oh, don't hit behind the ball. Don't dip. And then I'll just like in my brain, it'll go a million miles an hour on like, Okay, don't hit the ball, don't hit the ball, or don't hit behind the ball, don't hit the ground, hit right on the side, just stare at the ball. So what is that? Oh, no, that's the W of the Wilson. Okay, all right. So then, and then what kind of grass? Is that a Bermuda? No, that's a that, weed. Okay. Then that, oh, this okay, might not be the best example because I think, I think non-ADD people have that struggle with golf. That's why golf is okay. the mental game of all games. But that is my – that's everything. Gotcha. But I, I my gotcha. example is like in the time that it takes me to draw back and go forward, that little bit, like yeah. I'll, I'll think about like 30 things before I'm actually hitting the ball, which is very little. It's a very little amount of time, but that's with everything you do. So it's right. like you're trying to focus and get one thing done, and your brain is just like da 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 da, -da, -da just like going around. So Adderall – Actually, because it's even though it's a stimulant, it slows us down. And I even talked to the doctor. She's like, well, just be careful with Adderall because it is a stimulant. Like, don't drink a ton of coffee, like a pot of coffee, and then drink or then take Adderall too. Like, it's just, it's hard on your heart. Like, you just got to be careful. And I was like, yeah, well, I do drink a lot of coffee. And she said, yeah, most of you do. And I was like, well, I kind of looked at her and she's like, well, so most adults that didn't get diagnosed as kids, most of y'all self medicate with caffeine because it's an upper. And so a lot of you start to kind of gravitate towards like energy drinks and coffee. Like when you guys really need to get something done because it takes, it just takes, it helps your brain slow down. Cause you just take all this, all this caffeine, which is an upper. And she's like, so most of you guys drink a ton of coffee and you drink like energy drinks, monsters and all that crap. And I was like, well, I do. And she's like, and then you probably do that a lot more. Like if you have some big project you have to do, you like amp up on it. I'm like, yeah, that's what I've always done. But, and that's an even later, not even just like I'm, you know, doing an all nighter as a college kid. So I don't know. So then I talked, I started looking into it a little bit more because I wanted to talk about it. And some of it was like the advantages of, ha of being ADHD. And so they do talk about this and I don't, I don't know that I've experienced, I guess I have experienced some of it. Um, but one of the things is called like the hyper-focus. And I mean, there's a bunch of other BS too that like we're more creative, but it's supposed to be like the drive of ADD hyper-focus. So it's, 
something that like once you finally kind of it's like people say like the flow or whatever like the like an artist gets in their flow or whatever that is apparently with ADD people we have a much higher chance of or higher ability to do that once we do focus and can then like kind of just hold it and stay in that zone for a while for like hours on one thing and kind of everything else just blurs out um I don't know that's happened to me a ton um but it's Dude, video. I can definitely video games. I think video games, movies for sure. Like movies, people can walk in front of me and I'll have no idea. Um, Renee said that they'll, they're, like, she's laughing before because like my mouth will start moving to the movie, like what they're saying. And it's like everything goes away around me completely. Kids will talk to me. I have no idea. I don't know, man. It's pretty insane. Like it's it's something that's definitely real. I think if, when we were as we got older, it was something that kind of got talked about as like, or looked at as just like, oh, you know, they're, everybody, everybody has ADD now. And, and, and I don't think that's necessarily the case at all, but I do think that if you think you have it legitimately, that you should start looking, do some research and look into it because there is, man, I don't know where I'd be on the business side if I didn't have, if I couldn't take Adderall and it, like some of the stuff, the struggle about it is it's, it's exhausting because it's not that you can't focus at all but that it takes so much mental energy to sit down and really like focus and do the things you need to get done that by the time you're done, like there, you just, you just, you don't feel like doing anything. And it's not like you, you're just mentally I feel that, completely worn out. I feel that battle every morning. Working from home yeah. is like the worst thing at getting productive. Oh, I didn't even realize you work from home. I don't even know why. Oh my gosh. Dude. You live in California. Of course you work from home. It's I mean, it's awesome, but at the same time, it's like I get up, I have like a meeting or something at like 7.30 or 8, and then that'll be done in like 20 minutes, and I'm like, oh, let me just go get a cup of coffee. And then I sit down, and then I'll turn the TV on, and then I'll put some music on, and, <laughs> and I'll like get an email, and I'll be like, yeah, that's a tomorrow problem. And then the next thing I know, I'm like, I might have to work this weekend because I didn't do anything the last like three days. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, there's no way I could work from home. It's but hard. I had to get a separate space. Just miserable. Before we finished the third garage, like the detached garage, I was working uh -huh. inside, and it, dude, it was impossible. It was literally impossible. Like just being in the same space that you live in. At least this is mm -hmm. like detached enough that I can kind of like disassociate. But it was literally impossible, and I had no distractions either. But it was just the mindset of being. Sitting yeah. downstairs in my house, I'd be like, "No, it's such a struggle." It, like that would be that would be just ridiculous. But yeah, man, it's just it. Like a lot of people, ADD get labeled as being lazy and all this other stuff, and it's a lot of it's because you're not getting a lot of stuff done. Like you start things, but you don't finish them, and it's not intentional. You just kind of forget that they're there because you don't see them anymore. Um, and then the other, like I'll try. I think the other thing that I've caught myself doing is you get you can be a dick. Because you start, you finally start to like get focused a little bit and then someone interrupts you and it just, it gets so frustrating. It's not like you can be like, answer a question like, uh-huh, yeah. And then look back down and, and just keep going where, where you are. Like I've literally had my office, like my team, somebody that comes in and asks me a question for like 10 seconds. And then I'll look down and I'm like, what, what was I doing? Yeah. And then like, fuck, I don't, damn it. Like I have to get. Like it just takes it breaks forever it. to get back in that dude. That freaking moment. I, that happens to me a lot. That happens to me when I'm like deep in working on working on something specifically, and you just hear that ping of an email, 
and then you read it and it's somebody on a different project who's like asking you to do something like time sensitive. And then you go yeah. back and you're like, I don't remember where I was. I was grooving. I would have been done like 10 minutes and it takes like, it, it's like another 25 minutes just to figure out where you were. And then, yeah, mm -hmm. dude, that's, that's just a spiral mentally because then you're just frustrated. You're like, this is why, this is why you can't be productive because, oh, yeah. because all these other forces you can't control are just constantly zipping in your, your eye line. And then all of a sudden you just squirrel. Oh yeah. No, I have, I've had a, I have to have like, it's part of like my handbook. Like when I have a new cut, like a new employee, I basically go through all this stuff and then I sit and then I'm like, all right. So last thing, um, you haven't may have not noticed yet, but you will quickly. Um, I'm pretty ADD and I'm going to, I'm going to forget things a lot. And so my team has learned like you have to be a squeaky wheel or I'm going to forget. So if I tell you, you asked me for something, I need you, you need me to do something for you. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And then like five minutes goes by and I haven't done it. Um, like you're going to have to come remind me because I guarantee you on the way there, something happened and I totally forgot. And now I'm distracted doing something else. And they kind of laugh and I'm like, I'm not kidding. And if I get really frustrated or seem frustrated, you have to keep reminding me, I'm just getting frustrated with myself. It's not you. Don't worry about it. And they just kind of like chuckle, but it, it helps a lot because now they actually understand that like, it's no bullshit. I'm like, no, you're going to have to come remind me. Like I'm, you needed an extra USB whatever for your keyboard. And I'm, I came in like, you know, it's going to be two hours before I get to that closet when it should have taken two minutes because I forgot. So to all my people out there that has ADD, stay strong. We're in it together and we're not menti mentally handicapped. We're mentally capable. Oh yeah. Oh, and happy birthday. Let's go. I just want to learn how to play trumpet, man. Just to do, just to have it in my car and do that. Oh, happy birthday, my fellow devil douches. All right, end it, drop it, send it. This has been. Beyond Our Service Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.